at 17, I, I, I witnessed my sister getting murdered. So that kind of like drove me into like that, that mindset, like there's more to life. Like You are now tuned in to the DAZN Academy podcast with your host, Jeff DAZN. All my life, been grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay Hey, welcome back listeners. Today's episode is the Marathon Continues CEO Dinner. Here you will hear me and six other entrepreneurs discuss issues we face as minorities coming up in America and how we can help bring change and impact to the younger generation. Here's today's episode. I've spoken in like a whole bunch of areas and um, I kind of like realized like God has given me so much other talents and gifts. So another one of my gifts is like making flyers. So I love to edit and process things. So I have a podcast, Real People, um, Real Superheroes, where I interview people that like fought through adversity because I, I come from a background where all I had was adversity. All I know is adversity. So like at, um, at 17, at 17 I, I witnessed my sister getting murdered. So that kind of like drove me into like that, that mindset like there's more to life. Like I, sh- I noticed that life is short. So like I cherish the conversations that I have with everybody. So um, that's what kickstarted me to start to write a book. I'm, I'm like working on writing a book, and that pushed me even further to start a nonprofit organization, which he's a part of. And it's just give one, pray one. We basically give back to the community. Um, before I had the nonprofit, I always loved to give. So my 21st birthday, I fed a thousand people, and I dispersed it in 10 months. A hundred bags that added up to a thousand. I remember, I remember seeing yeah. you. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I've seen you planning that at yeah. Star- Starbucks. Yeah, so um, it just gave me more hunger just to help more people out. And then that branched me off to making my own adversity apparel line, which I sell a clothing line, which he's wearing right now. If God can, we can. So, like, that's where I'm at right now. But, um, I gotta get a shirt. Send me the link. Uh, I got y'all. I got y'all. I got y'all. I got y'all. I'm paying full price. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> I'm tired of people hitting me up for oh, this. Yeah, we like, just awesome. because I'm, I'm a black-owned business person does not mean that automatically means to come up at me with a discount. Discount, yeah. Like, at my job. Like, I, the ladies, oh, you do photography? I'm like, yeah, I do photography. So, oh, can you give me a discount? Yeah, sure. The full price, that is the discount. Yeah. I'm like, you just seen, you just told me congratulations on my newborn son, and you're going to ask me for a discount. Nice. That's, that's a slide. Yeah. That yeah. is wild. I'm like, you know how much these diapers cost? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like, come on. Now they like, say it with full confidence like that. On multiple occasions, and on each occasion, I say, no. First of all, if I'm going to offer a discount, let me be the one to offer a discount. Exactly. I, yeah. There's certain people exactly. that I, either I don't charge or offer yeah. a discount, mainly because... There's, there's, certain con- there's certain connections you can't pay for. Exactly. So, yeah, like, I'm working true. on um, a podcast with this girl named Michelle Waltz, right? She has several businesses. She's just like you when it comes to the nonprofit, her own, um, her own business. She has her own coaching um, that she does. System, yeah. And then I find myself into a lot of um, business coaching and just helping other people, like other entrepreneurs, yeah. get to where they're at because... Most other people, like in photography, almost every photographer I know is not an actual business, actual business. They're not licensed. They don't have their own. They're not it's registered not real. In the state. Yeah, I am. So they, they, every time they talk, I talk. I bring up my LLC. They're like, "Yeah, man, I'm trying to get like you." And I'm like, "Do it." 
not that hard. Like, nah, not, I'm not even learning. Like, bro, hard. just go in. Sunbiz.com. <laughs> so, but for them, it's a little bit harder because they don't know the legalities of having a business. Oh, yeah, so so yeah, that's yeah. where people get scared. And that's where our people fail because we let intimidation hold us back from doing. Right. You know, but you know what's crazy about that conversation? I feel like the only thing that us black people really know what to do is own a barbershop or salon or a church. Like, that's our language. Or a restaurant, like making ribs or something like that. Yeah, that's our language. So, like, if, if, if we come up and talk about that, then, yeah, they got it. But like stuff that we doing like, like right now is just but, like but even that okay, I'll listen to Steve Harvey's some Steve Harvey motivated speeches. Mm-hmm. His barber is a millionaire. I heard right? about that. He was like, boy, just cut hair. He started the, the same haircut he used to pay ten dollars for in the eighties. He's paying yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, when he had dollars, yeah, right? yeah. So if we can cut, if you just cut hair, okay. Then he's like, the other guy that does that picks up trash. He owns a bunch of trucks. Now he has his own trucking company yes. where he got the contracts. Yes. So if that's what we're good at, then we need to do it. The problem is we don't take the time to actually um, register our businesses and be legal. Everybody wants to do it bootleg. They don't want to hire help. Like I go to a Haitian restaurant. Certain people, you want to, you want to, you want a restaurant. You can cook good, but you're not good with customer service. Therefore, stay in the back. Put hire someone, pay him ten dollars an hour, have him sit up front. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to such and such. What can I do for you today? You look like that block man. You on the other hand, you in the back. You can cook the food. Stay back there and cook it. Make your money. No, you want to be the one in the front. You know, I come in there, the person's on the phone, they're talking to whoever, they're they're being cheap. Like, that was my mistake with my other businesses, that's why it failed. Like, this is the the one business, I went, I listened to my, one of my mentors, went legit. Now, as soon as I got the LLC, boom, doors just open. Like, I can go to a company, it's like, that's what I was saying about today, at um, Clinton's event. The guy that that made the, um, the, the backdrop, for when you come in for take the photos for the girls mm-hmm. that were there, I thought Mexi made it. Come to find out, a company they rented from a company. So as the guy is leaving, I was like, "Hey, how much do you guys charge for that?" By the way, and he was like, "It varies. You can find on the website. You know, I'll give you a card." I was like, "Perfect." I was like, "Hey, you know, I have a company I run. You know, we do photography, videography." He's like, "You, you know what? I got clients all the time asking me for for photographers and videographers. We don't ever have any. You know, that would be great." Let me get your card. I was like, I'm like, man, it's like, like right. if I didn't go, I would have missed out on those opportunities. Yeah, exactly. But it happens when we actually strategize and actually go legit. Absolutely, we're just too scared. Absolutely. Well, let's start over since we start over. Start over. Start over. Right, cool. All right, me. I'll go ahead. Um, my name is Fonzo. Um, I'm a I basically started my entrepreneurs right after my sister passed away. I um, witnessed that and it kind of gave me that passion to not only get educated, but learn the other side. Cause growing up in a Haitian household, we didn't really like strive for anything. It was just like, they already got their American dream and that was to get here. That's, that was all their push. So knowing that it, it, it kicked me to like, I need more than this. So I went to school, I got that done, graduated, and God was just telling me, you, you still got more in you. So he told me to speak. So I started speaking at um, schools, elementaries, high school, college, prisons, jails, rehabilitation centers, and then God was like, there's still more in you. 
So then I started writing. So now I'm like literally trying to finish up this book and going back to get my master's this fall. And then God's like, there's more in you. I'm like, yo, like chill. <laughs> so then I started my own apparel, Adversity Apparel. And like, he's just always been growing me into like a different person every year. So that's what I'm at right now. Praise God. That's what's up. Man. Yeah. This Scott Nation is my company. Uh, what it is is I work with all type of athletes from baseball players, football players, basketball players. Um, for me, for me it's like for me it's like uh, I'm just I started it like four years ago, and now I, I, I really am looking at what I can be. Now I'm getting compared to the footwork, the doctors, and the gold feet globes and all that. So in Orlando, Florida, where I am on my side of town, you know, in, even on this side of town, I'm being looked at as one of the up and coming stars because all, the only people like gold feet global, he's out there in Broward County. He signed with Adidas. Mm. It's a guy in Fort Myers. His name is uh, Rock God. He signed with Adidas. So I feel like the way that God is pushing me to, to, to expand, I have now, I'm coaching at a college, a JUCO in Minnesota. Now I'm coaching at Okoy High School. I coach over 100 kids. Mm-hmm. And I started out with three. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's God, I started out with three, man. So I always say I have the fastest footwork in Florida. But God opened my eyes, I have the fastest footwork soon to be in the world. Mm-hmm. He knows this. <laughs> my thing is, I'm just waiting, man. I'm just waiting on God to bring somebody from Adidas or somebody. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. And just expand like that. And it'll show that one of these kids that I'm training is possible. Mm-hmm. It's, you don't have to sell drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do any of these things. Mm-hmm. I worship these kids, man, because that's what it's all about. That's the future. Mm-hmm. So for me, Z Scott Nation is more than just a training company. It's a family. Yeah. When I train with you, it's a family. I want to know your well-being. I want to know how you're doing that in school. It's just not about the money. I don't do it for the money. What can I get from this session that you can bring to your daily life? Mm-hmm. That's deep. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I can't go back and be like, oh man, I just got the money. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, listen, God's blessed me so much. I'm training the starting running back from UCF. Mm-hmm. God is tra- God is blessing me so much, man. I don't have time for socializing, mm. bro. <laughs> You're talking about memes. I don't have time. I'm busy when I wake up in the morning. When I leave where I'm at, I keep going place to place because every when when you pray for something, and I'm telling you guys this, when you pray for something, be ready to receive it. Yep. You might not know what Z Scott Nation is now, but give me a year. Mm. You'll know. Mm. Uh, you're already out there, bro. Mm. Yeah. I already feel it now. I already sense it. I already sense it now. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. There's power in that. I just hope you're ready, because... <laughs>
that's is that's the that's the funny thing about prayer. Like you just you pray for it, and it's like suddenly, like Steve Harvey was talking about. He was when he was homeless, he was praying that he can get six acres. The day he go to buy the six acres, he gets sixteen. He's like, I asked God for six. He gave me sixteen. Enlarge your territory. Mm-hmm. That's what he Bro, like My question to you is for your um, favorites. Are you documenting? I am. I am. Okay. Every chance I get. This is why me and Fonzo made this uh, event today. You say you do photography and videography. Yeah. I need one. Bro, I'm gonna need one too. Just let me know. And my thing is, I want to do YouTube. I want to start it because I feel like we can go to uh, Netflix. That's how strong I was already. That's it's funny how you say that because as soon as you started saying, now you know you started with three. I'm like, okay, in my mind, I'm like, all right, I already, I already started writing the script. I actually bet we're gonna need to get him, you know, at the school on the track. Mm-hmm. Gotta get, you gotta get the film going, and it's like, am I working? And you pitch, yeah. you pitch that to 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 these companies because you're saying Adidas, I'm thinking Nike. So in my mind, in my spirit, I'm feeling Nike, but gonna hit you up. So you're saying you're waiting for them to, bro. Soon it's gonna take. Watch, you are gonna create some kind of content, and it's just gonna boom. It's gonna explode. Next thing you know, phone gonna be ringing. You gonna have to hire an assistant. You gonna have to hire. An I, I can sense it. I already, I already sense it. You gonna need an assistant. You gonna, you gonna have to expand. And like, to me, I feel it's Nike, bro. And I'll watch a year from now. <laughs> this man was sound Nike. Just know I said it in this room. It's Nike, bro. I'm telling you, Nike, bro. Like I think Nike gonna hit you up, and like once that, that's gonna, that's gonna be crazy, bro. It's gonna be crazy, but definitely, I can definitely see Nike too because they like uh, they like to do they like to do a lot of storytelling. Yeah, so it's, it, it's great. Like as far as their marketing goes, so it'd be perfect. a perfect fit. That's like LeBron. or he can revolutionize the framework of Adidas. You could be the first I just feel like Adidas is oversaturated. I just feel yeah. like because they don't focus on stories. No, they don't. You look at they they, they have LeBron on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does. That's what he does. And they that's always true. Nike is the only one that's that, branded that diversity. That now they have the hijabs for the girls. Like, bro, Nike, Nike, bro. <laughs> what about you, Mikey? All right. So my name is Mikey. Mm-hmm. I am twenty-one years old. Probably the youngest of it. She's old, bro. <laughs> but um, I have the desire to help people. So around 2017, it was 2017, yeah, 2017. when uh, me and Fonzo and a couple of friends, we did a giveaway. The, what's it, the sandwich? Yeah, the turkey giveaway and the homeless giveaway. Then uh, after that, I was like, you know what? That's probably my problem. So me, Fonzo, and my friend Jerko, we had a meeting and we were like, you know what, let's transform this into a nonprofit. So so we did and the nonprofit name is G1P1. We got it on Sundays last year in February and this is our ready. Don't forget to make by them shirts, so. Hey, man. Yeah, I need, I need, I need, I need a shirt, bro. I got you, I got you. <laughs> but um, I'm not. That's not the only thing I do. Um, I'm the C- CCO of the nonprofit, and um, I'm also a mentor. Um, last couple months, I mentor at um, Memorial Middle School, and um, and I plan on doing more with them also, and uh, I do plan on having my own production company to because for 
because the one problem I seen up to community is not a lot of black men or promoting yeah. businesses and stuff. Yeah. And we need that in the community. Absolutely. So most definitely absolutely create a, a a production company to advertise them and market them. Market them out as well. Yeah. So that's the goal. So after that, I don't know. I just need prayers, man. Stop keeping going. Yes, sir. Yeah, we got you. Man. Yeah, that's, 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 that's definitely. Yeah, that. So I'm, I'm John Michael. I sell real estate. Um, make the, the story short. Um, how can I say it? Uh, I do real estate because that was like the gate. It was just God. Just things happen, and um, yeah, you guys like listening to y'all. I respect a lot of what y'all saying because y'all have like real strong faith in God. I have faith in God, but I'm still working on building it. Like I hear like how y'all talk, and like that's like it, you know I have a lot of respect for that. And it's like it's listening to y'all. I'm like, man, I need to get like I need to get that relationship because it seems like y'all dudes have like a real close relationship. And I can tell y'all like at one point, like my mother, she had breast cancer. And she, real, real good lady, real good lady. And she struggled a lot in her life. Like she lost her parents at like 20 years old. Her and I were homeless. And then she went through cancer. She was like 30 years old. And I used to, when I came back from, I played football in, in North Carolina. And then I was always saying like, damn, like why is she going through that? Like why is she going through cancer? Like, she's such a good, like she devoted her whole life to my sisters and I. And I was like, damn. And I had like a lot uh a lot of pushback on my faith with God because I'm like somebody that's like this like how you know how why would you put her through that again so this is y'all you know you guys you know I respect that but yeah I saw real estate that that's just one of the vehicles that God put him you know put in my lap to be able to get to where I want to be mm -hmm. but my biggest thing like seeing my mom pass at 39 a lot of a lot of the hard work that I do is for the memories because mm -hmm. I we uh it was a breast cancer organization. They gave us like a trip to uh, a Disney cruise, and that was like my mom's one of my mom's like last months with us. And we were like running through the through the Disney cruise, and we were just having fun. And she wrote the letter. I'm on a board now with the breast cancer organization. The lady shared with me. She was like, "Your mom." She wrote me a letter, and she was like, "I felt like a kid again." Wow. And, and those memories, those are what. That, that's why I work hard because you never know when it's your last day. You yep. never know. So like. When you have time to work, like I tell my sisters, yo, when it's time to work, it's time to work. Yeah. When it's time to enjoy family, it's time to enjoy family. Yeah. So real estate is just like it's it's, it's the vehicle, and it's plus, great I, vehicle. yeah, yeah. It, it, and, and it's you know I see a lot of the successful people they talk about real estate. Absolutely, they talk yeah. about real estate. Absolutely. So, so what I want to do is just as being blessed with this position, I want to be able to sh be a model. Like yo, I did real estate and show other brothers like yo, you can do this too. Like. Like how you say, you don't have to sell drugs. Or you don't have to play football. Because no. I talk to a lot of these jits and they, they don't know. They like, they see the football, basketball, I'm going to be on the block. So showing them like, we can do this as a collective group. That's what, that's like my biggest thing. So that's a real estate. I'm good at it. Yeah, so if y'all know anybody that's thinking about it, I'm going to give you more cards. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm here to grow. I'm, I'm here to grow with people, man. Fonzo, you got more yeah, card. Yeah, I already got you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, Mikey comes to us like the colony. Amen. Look at that, look at that, look at that. Look at that, look at that. Look at that, look at that. Yeah, so I respect that, you know, from the get-go, that, you know, the faith that 
that y'all got. And I'm looking for like a brotherhood. Like I'm looking for other brothers oh, yeah. to like, oh, you, got you know, like yo, just to build. As a man, I feel like there's different parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it's not 100%. just it's not just enough learning. It's not just like because I'm raising my sisters now, and I, it's not just like there was a point when business was booming, but I was neglecting what was at home. I was neglecting my sisters at home. Yeah. So you know you have as a young man now, I'm realizing that it's not just business. No. Mm-hmm. It's collective, and you can't grow by yourself. You gotta have right. brothers yeah. that are looking out. That are growing themselves and they're looking out for you, like yo, yeah. this is what I'm doing. You know, this yeah. is what not not like judging, but yeah. this is, this is what I'm doing in my life. Yeah. Right. You know, and then, and then exactly keep it real, like yo, you know, you you know, you stacking right there. Yeah, you stacking right there. I see. Yeah. You know, just just look at it, pay attention to that. So that's deep, man. That's crazy. Pastor Pastor talks about that all the time. He says that like Pastor Mike had a. Uh, the same thing you're doing right now. He had a men's summit, yeah, uh, a couple weeks at the golf club, and basically he said men need other men. Yes, and we were talking there. We were talking about marriages. We were talking about the marriage one was crazy because yeah, like some of the stuff that I would have in my mind, I'm like I just keep it to myself. Like these are elders at the church talking about like this is what they went. I'm like whoa, <laughs> yeah. I was like. And it was straight, no filter. Like you know, he was like, "No, this is like That's this really is this is, yeah, this is yeah. what I happened to me. This is what I did." And I was like, I left that summit like a completely different man. I was like, "Wow, I ain't gotta like you know, be feel conflicted for having certain thoughts because then we realize I'm not the only one." Mm-hmm. Correct. So it's like, okay, I'm not the only one that he's been attacking. Like, okay, he, he went the, if he came after him, what is that? I should expect yeah, him yeah, to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what you were saying, um, like with your faith, like honestly. I feel like I need a close relationship with God. The only reason why I, I, I need sound certain ways is because I done been through so much stuff. It's like after, at a certain after a certain point of time, you just realize when obstacles come your way, you just be like, "Listen, He got me through this. Yeah, exactly. He got me through that. Exactly. I'm not gonna sit here and lose sleep. I'm going to bed. Yeah. All right. The problem will be there when I wake up. I'm going, I'm going, like, I'm going to bed. Like, yo, that that didn't even be hey, yo. It's supposed to be now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like it gets to the point where it's like you know the enemy just your work. Yeah. Throw attacks and you just I'd be like, really? I'm like, this is your new. This is like you had all this yeah. time. This is what you thought. I'm going to sleep. All right. When I wake up, you know, if it's still there, we'll we'll, we'll take care of it. Yeah. If not, you know, I'm not, I just I'll just pray to him about it. And so for you, I just feel like you know certain things happen in our lives yeah. to put us in the position. Where we need to be, so it's like Absolutely. you were meant to be on that board, like you you were meant to yes, be there. Yes, so sir. it's like yes, you know, certain things go happen to people, and we're like you know, it's not it's not fair, you know, why me? But it's like when certain, when like certain I just happen like that, yeah, yeah. It's just like because I mean, think about how many other young men are in the position that you were in, mm. where their parents or their their mother or father is going through that situation right now, whether it's breast cancer, prostate cancer, or whatever. Yeah. And they're going through it, and they don't even know how to deal with it. What if they, they, they you know, result to alcohol, drugs, drugs, partying, doing all crazy stuff, being on the streets? You're on that board, and that God puts you in that position because you don't know whose life you're about to change. Mm-hmm. You yeah. could change thousands. Or thousands. Already changed. Kids, well, you're already about to change. change. You yeah. already yeah. Change. Without the even impact. knowing it. Yeah. Without yeah. even knowing it. Just yeah. your presence and the, the fact that you're in uh, on that board and the fact that you went through that. Yeah. God put you through that, and not only did He put you through that, He elevated you after that, realizing, okay, well, I've been through this crap. Like this is something I've lost. You know, the closest thing to me. Now I have two little sisters I got to take care of. 
I gotta work my ass off. Yeah. And then it's just like, okay, well, I can't neglect family. I done made a ton, ton of money, but I'm kind of ne- neglecting my little sisters. I can't do that. So you've been through it all. Now you've gotten to the point where it's like, now it's, 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 it's a higher elevation where it's like, now you have other young men you can impact. Yes, sir. You yeah, have other real. people you can it'll impact. Come you, so, they'll it, come to you now, too. It'll, it'll come to you. It's, it's just, you know, branding yourself. Man, um, when you were talking about uh, the balance between you and your family, sister, yeah. I deal with the same thing because it's like you want to be so great in this area mm-hmm. that everybody that you leave behind, if you be great in this area and they leave you alone, you're just great in that area. Mm. Don't be a public fail. Don't be a public failure behind closed doors. Correct. Mm. Correct. That's what I can tell you. Yeah. Because if me, if Nike come right now, who will I impact then? Mm-hmm. Everybody. But how will I feel when I see somebody say, hey man, I ain't talking to you in two weeks, man. You know I really love you, right? Yeah. That'll hurt you. Yeah. So for me to you, Man, you spoke to me just now. Mm-hmm. I need to get myself together as well. Absolutely. I appreciate you, man. That's that motivation right there. Right, right. right. Well, all right. Well, my name is Jason, guys. Um, with the school, a few, a few of you guys. I've known <laughs> yes. you guys for a minute. All right. For you guys that don't know me, uh, my name is Jason. I'm 25. I'm married. I'm a God-fearing man, first and foremost. I done been through it all. Um... Right now, I'm CFO of a software company. Um, I own my own marketing firm. Um, I do real estate too. Um, I have my real estate license, but I focus on uh, investment real estate, commercial real estate. Um, I'm just trying to get to the point where I'm buying and selling apartment complexes. Mm. It's, uh, it's crazy. You are, you are. Yeah, you are selling. No, no, I've already done it, but not yeah. with my license. So. I, I just got my license so I can actually get full commission as opposed to partial consultation type commissions that yes. they've been giving me. Yeah. Um, but what I could say is uh, to a lot of the stuff that I'm hearing, dude, is like, this is what we do need for yes. sure. A hundred and ten percent. This is what we do need. Yeah. We do need to come together. We do need to have um, a fellowship where it's just like young men like us. Um, that's that's coming together and empowering each other. Because I'll be honest with you, bro. Y'all may not like, I, I'll tell a lot of people this. Y'all may not like the man that's on power right now for this country, but it is the greatest time in America to be black. Yes, sir. Because of the, what he's done for the inner city. You can go into the inner city, go buy up some real estate, get your brick and mortar, get your office, Go put your office inside your uh, inside like the hood. Like yeah. I'm talking about yeah. in Pine Hills. Like I have an office. Yes, it's on Pine Hills Road. The reason why I don't have to pay taxes on that property for the next ten years. Mm-hmm. It is the greatest time to be black in America. Yeah. It is the greatest time to own a business in America and be black and yeah. be proud of that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I love it. I love being black. I love being in America and being black at the same time. And my family's from Haiti too So it's like a lot of what you're saying You know the dream was just for them to come here That's it They just wanted to come here and work hard Because you go from making $5 a year To making $12,000 a year That's a big fucking difference Sorry for my language Um, It's it's a huge difference And it's it's God's sense It's God that does that And so like for my parents my mom, I'm talking about on the boat, 
And she told God, like, listen, like, you guys, do you save me while I'm on this boat? Because yes, the boat was about to sink, yes, coming to America. She's like, you save me, Lord, and I will serve you for the rest of my life. I was raised in church my entire life, and I know the one thing, God will do anything that you ask him to do. You ask him for something, like you said, you better be ready for what you ask for. So it's like you ask for, you have, the bigger your prayer, the louder he is, the louder you are, the louder he's going to answer. Yes, he's going he's to answer it, and, and it's going to be in a big way. So like you say, Steve, jo- I mean, Steve Harvey, you know, he prayed for six acres, got 16 acres. It's the same way. I was asking God, like, hey, I, I just want to explode my marketing company. I go from, you know, doing digital marketing. Now I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm CFO of a software company that does text message marketing. And, and now we have restaurants and I have like 30 or 40 restaurants right that's now that's using our, pro, our product. And so it's like, it's crazy because I wasn't ready for it too. That's what's yeah, the crazy yeah. part. Because I'm so focused on real estate at the time. I was focused on real estate. I wasn't even paying attention to what was going on over here. And I already had prayed about it. Mm. And so when it happened, it happened so fast. I hit a wall and I was like, all right, I got to. I got to back up real quick because I was like, I wasn't ready for this. And then now I'm just like focused. So like, you know, us coming together like this is important because we, we can bring value to each other and and, and then we can impact the the community. Like everything that you've been doing for the community and everything that I've seen you do, I followed your movement from the very beginning. I was like, like, stay on it, (laughs) stay on it. Every time we see each other, you already know, because I'm like, I see what you're doing. I love it. Stay on it. And then we're always talking because it's yeah. like, just like how you talk about a lot of the books that you read. Yeah. You know, um, once yeah, like three years ago, I did door-to-door sales. That year changed my life. I read 30 books. No, 25 books and 10 audio books. But I read 30 books basically in the span of four months. I went from like not reading books at all to then teaching myself how to read faster and digest the information. Mm. And then I read 30 books in four months. And that four months, I was not in the city at all. This, the, I, I did door-to-door sales in Kentucky. Changed my life, changed my paradigm, changed the way I look at things, changed that who the person I wanted to be. As soon as I came back home, a girl I was dating, I was like, I sat down with her and it was like a business meeting. I was like, look, I'm about to do something with my life. Yes, sir. It's about to be a roller coaster. I, I am, I'm, an, I'm, an, uh, uh, I'm an entrepreneur. It's about to be a roller coaster. I yeah. want greater for my life. There's going to be times when I don't talk to you, and it's going to be two or three days I'm working on my business. Mm-hmm. I need you to understand that now and get that through your head yes, before we go anywhere. Yes, and I need you, to be, need you to understand that I'm taking this serious. Mm-hmm. So our next step is getting married. And she was like, okay. And I was like, no, this is a proposal I'm proposing to you right now. And she was like, where's the ring? Are you going to get on your knees? And I'm like, no, no, no. Are you going to marry me? Are we getting married right now? And she was like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I, from that moment, I thank God because it's like the, the woman that I'm married to now is exactly what I was, I was looking for. A God-fearing woman who would bring me closer to God and then bring value to my business. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we need to be looking for. Ooh, that's a, oh, yeah. Slow down. So, Dang. I mean, and, and, and from there, I've, I've definitely seen the progress in my life. Um, I've, I've valued relationships. Um, 
I value my time that I spend with people. Like you say, you don't have any social. I don't go out, bro. I haven't gone out in probably four years now since 2015. Fi- t- 2015, n- November 21st, 2015 was the last night I went out. That night I got in a car accident, almost lost my life. You saw that. I almost lost my life. I went through the back windshield and I was mm-hmm. like, that's it. I got to stop playing with my life. And it's like, if God took me out of that car accident without a single scratch, without a, a single broken bone, and my head went through that back windshield, and all I had was just like, I had a broken bone here. They just put a plate in it, but that was it. If I could come out of that. Hmm. Slow down, bro. This guy <laughs> said, that's it. Like, that was. No, no, but. Man, I'm like. Understand. Understand. That's a blessing. But that's it. Like, like but think about it. It's a huge. It's it's huge though. I mean, I, I mean, you went out the windshield, bro. Like, like, I went out the back windshield. Like, I was sitting in the back seat, car going nine sure miles an hour, and I, I just my head went through that back windshield, and I was laying there unconscious. My cousin thought I was dead, and I was like, bro, he looked like Kanye, bro. I, I can't, I can't, literally, like, bro, face, face swole swole? everything. What? And he came to school. Yeah, I, I went to Valencia. I was going to Valencia. Yes, I was, bro, I remember. I was like, I had the bandage and everything on my face. I was like, yeah, bro, I, I can't stop. I can't. I can't skip school. I can't skip class. I'm like, I'm about to finish. And then once again, it's like it's, it goes back to our mind. It's just like our drive. What's our why? So it's like, what's your why? It's like it's the same. Like what my why is. It's like my family coming from Haiti, having nothing. Their dream was just to get here. I have to go past that. Get my degree. Yes, sir. Although I just have my AA. I'm doing still, more. I'm doing more with my AA than 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 you know some some person that's doing something um, with their masters. Yeah, you know, I have my I have my brother on my dad's side with his masters. He was he comes home and he just works at Save a Lot, and I'm like, bro, go get a go get a great freaking job. You could get a job for the summer, going to get an internship. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, dude, what's your degree? You can go to MIB. <laughs> or MIT, MIT. I was like, you can go to MIT up in Boston. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was just like, it is what it is. But everyone's different, you know what I'm saying? But yes, you know what's crazy about what you just said, and this kind of goes around with all of us. Like, it don't matter like what field you do, it just complements the gift that's inside yes. you. Like, like I didn't even need the degree. Yeah, a yeah. lot of times. Yeah, a lot of times people think like, oh, um, I'm a great athlete, and then I go ahead and smoke weed. No sir. No sir. You still got that no, gift. Like sir. God still gave you that gift. Like if you if you decide to sell cocaine, you a great salesman. Right. That's that's your gift selling. Selling. But you you using it on the wrong way. On the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? God will never God will never take it away from you. I'm sorry, no man. No, but it's right. So wait, that accident happened towards the end, right? Towards yeah. the end of you finishing school. Uh, that was a Ain't it funny how like it's when you close to the mm. end, you about to achieve when the, when you, when God's about to open that lo- that door for you, like right when you get to the door, that's well, when you want to pop when in. I, when, I, when I realized, and, and that's when, if you you had you had two choices, you could have had pity for yourself, not go to class, and then be like, oh, well, you know, I'll just start next semester, and then right, you lose right. the motivation, never do right, it. Right, right. Or you like nah. I got this gift in me. I, I got my drive. I got my purpose. I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna let the enemy get Take me down. I'm like, no. If I'm if I'm able That's, to go, I'm gonna go. And it's what well, one thing bro. that I've realized, obviously, in this journey of life, one thing that I've really realized um, is is it's always when you get to the point where you're trying to be. There's there's always one last test. Mm-hmm. And I realize it's not always God, but usually God will test you to see if you're truly ready for that blessing. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentally, because yes, what you have to think about with life, 
life is not what happens to you, but it's how you react mm-hmm. to what happens yeah, so, to you. Yeah, so yeah. if you if you're able to react in a fashion where it's like you can handle the situation no matter what it is, that's all that matters. Yeah. I got in a car crash and I'm like, well damn, I got in a car crash, uh, my face is messed up, and now I can't work. They're telling me I can't go to work for the next three months, and I was like, bro, I got a heck, I got a heck of a lot of bills to pay. And that's I'm real. Like, that's I'm, real. I'm like, I got a heck of a lot of bills to pay. What the heck am I gonna do? You know. So for those two, three months, I was just like, all right, well, I can do a couple of things. I can go to school, finish up school, and just focus on school and not go to work. But then I'm gonna be in a ton of debt, or I can go to school, go to work, and just like push through it and not even care about what they say. Or I could just sit around and just use this as an excuse and not do anything at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did the latter. I, I went to school, went to work, and I did what I had to do. Uh, granted, there was a lot of a lot of the stuff that I, I had, to, a lot of the stuff that I couldn't do. But I still went to work. I went. I was. I had two jobs at the time. I had to quit one and just just stuck to one because at least like it's better than doing nothing. I was like, let me just work. And go to school and then let myself heal because I had facial reconstruction done on my face because of like the, the injury but it was like I think the craziest part about the situation is that we couldn't go after the person who hit us from any angle mm-hmm. and God was like how are you going to deal with that now wait you, you talking know, about like lawsuit type? my lawsuit my lawsuit like like for the car accident like we couldn't go after this kid at all, there Why? was no ankle. His parents were, you can't find them because almost, I think both of them was in prison. Oh. He had a, a, a suspended license, suspended registrations, had no insurance on his car. Oh. The car that I was in, this dude didn't have the insurance to cover his passengers. And at the time, oh my God. At the time, I was just switching insurance, so I didn't even have insurance on my car. So it's like there was nothing to cover me. So now I had. So the only thing that can happen was they could take it to civil civil court, and in the civil court, the state of Florida would sue him, and he would have to pay half of my hospital bills. So I had the other half just looming. So I'm like, that's that was God's test. Like Jason, what are you about to do with this now? Because it's like you've been playing around, you've been messing around. I've given you opportunity. You have a ton of talent. What are you going to do now? I had to bust myself. I was like, all right, well, let me not go out. I'm going to refrain from going out now, and I'm going to work. Work on my talent. Work what's, what's good for me. Yes. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just get out of the city. Let me see what, what I can find that's outside the city. Had an opportunity. A friend of mine hit me up. Yo, there's a door-to-door sales company that, that sends you to a different city every summer to go knock doors, and you're selling smart home security systems. I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. I was like, I don't even, I don't even care what I'm selling. I'm good at selling. Let's just do it. Um, get to Kentucky. I the first month I'm out there, I can't make a single sale. I'm starving. I can't buy food. I can't do anything. Uh, and I was just like, I was on the curb crying, and I'm like, I'm a grown man on the curb crying. I can't go home, and my family's gonna look at me like a failure. And what's even worse. I get a call that same day, a month being in, in Kentucky, my little brother's in jail a week after going to States and, and for, for track, he's in jail because they was hitting licks in Claremont. And I was just like, bro, I left, I left Orlando to come to Kentucky 
to make a difference, to show my little brothers that you can be what you want to be and you can make the type of money you want to see. When I got that call, I was like, I got to make something shake because now, now he needs bail money. He needs $5,000. My mom's and my stepdad's not going to put it up. They not, they're, they're so upset about the situation, they don't want to put it up. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't leave him in there. I get, my, I, get, I get myself together, get myself up, and I was like, God, if this is your will, then help me. And I just go knock doors. First door I knock on, I make a sale. My first sale for the summer. Second door I knock on, they told me come back. I made a sale the next day. That that week I went from I went from making zero sales to making four sales that day. I made that week. That the rest of that week mm-hmm. I made four sales. And every sale you make, you make five hundred dollars per uh, alarm system you sell, unless you do add-ons. So I made sure I did add-ons in every single one of my, one of my sales so that my commissions could be $1,000. I made $4,000, I sent all of that home so my brother can get out of jail. Mm-hmm. That's real, bro. And, and from there, I grinded, and now it's the summer where I read as many books as I can, as fast Locked as I in. can. I didn't have social media, I didn't have anything. My girlfriend, I left her home. I only texted her once, it was like once or twice a month. Like she was like, what the hell? Like she was upset about it, but I was just like, I gotta, I just gotta be focused right now. I was like, my little brother just went to jail. Like he had a full ride scholarship to go, go run for school, like Oklahoma, and now he just lost it after going to states, and he got, and he had an invitation to go to nationals for for, for the four hundred. I'm like, nah, this is crazy. So I was like, before I go back home, I need to show these boys. I need to show my family. That you could be successful, anyone could do it. Oh no, no. Okay. Uh, long story short, you know, I just I, I made a ton of money that summer. Um, I came home. I was like, bro, you got to get up out of here. I told him to go uh, talk to the coach, and then we got him to go to a JUCO. The JUCO he went to, he took that he took that JUCO to nationals on <laughs> track, and then he left the JUCO. Now he's back here. Um, and he's trying to finish up at Valencia and then uh, go to go to Florida. And he's gonna be trying to he's gonna try to walk on to Florida. And I know he's gonna walk on. Yeah. Right now he's uh, I think he's winning like forty six in in the in the four hundred, which is fast. Oh, yeah, that's fast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> forty six in the four hundred is crazy. Mm. Um, and then as far as for me, it's like you know now I'm just working on building an empire and you know. Mm-hmm. Fellowshipping like this, I love this. Yeah, I love man. this. I yeah. love this. Honestly, we got to take this to the point where it's like, all right, we got to do like uh, winter trips to a cabin and just Maybe do the man, just do the manliest things. Like, like go 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 up to the cabins in like Tennessee or something. Go rent out a cabin. Maybe like, you know, we go shoot gun, like shoot shotguns in the forest and. And do uh, and just have that that bond, summit. yeah, yeah, that bond. Because we need to do that as men. So, girls do it all the time. Girls trip, yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. Well, Hi, see, brother. I study, I study the Bible. girls cruise. I study the Bible a lot, and if you look at the Bible, you know, uh, the men are always together. The leaders always come together, and it's just like it's the elders, the older, really the old ones, yeah, the OGs. and then like the the younger men who have families. They have to pass down the tradition. They have to pass down the knowledge. And we have to come together to understand the knowledge that we have and then be able to to use it ourselves. Nice. So whatever, you know, whatever John knows about, like, you know, what yeah. he's doing in, in, in the board that he's on. You said something that was on that hit home because it's like everybody would talk about the same thing. Like, the, 
the relationship aspect part of it? No. Just got a call from my bank. 